Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Yeah, well, the electric picnic is coming our way this weekend, and for many people, it is something they'll be looking forward to for quite some time. I'm a huge fan of the band The Killers. Sadly, I won't be able to get to the electric picnic this week, but uh, the dream to see Brandon Flowers and the boys at some stage is still uh, there strong. But speaking of strength and speaking about capitalising on the electric picnic, my next guest, Mark Kavner, is here bedecked in a beautiful new T-shirt from the Hope Centre. I have to tell you, I have to try and acquire one of those. Um, Mark Kavner joins me in the studio. Good morning to you, Mark. Good morning, Alan. Mark, um, first off, uh, the electric picnic, you're going there, but you're doing it somewhat differently, is that right? Well, the plan wasn't to go originally, Alan, but it was, I suppose, out of necessity for the charity challenge called uh, Tour de Picnic that we were interested in trying to do something. Um, I suppose myself and a buddy called TJ Owens. Um, we both lost two people very close to our lives within the space of one week to cancer. And we felt the need to, to, to do something to try and help raise funds for the cause and the Hope Centre in Wexford. And with a little bit of creativity, we came up with the concept of pulling a strawberry trailer from a Thai GA pitch 10 kilometres into Strad Valley uh, on the Friday of Electric Picnic to raise funds for both the uh, Wexford Hope Foundation and the Irish Children's Health Foundation combined. So profit split 50-50. Right. How's it been going so far? Because it's already creating quite a bit of a stir because it's no easy task to pull a strawberry trailer. Just the two of you. No, we have five, five, five different people who were nominated by local businesses um, such as Greenhill Fruit Farm, Flood Ironworks, Kevin Cooney LTD. We were very lucky to get um, so many businesses um, pull, pull, pull along with us. But it's, yeah, we put up one video on TikTok that got 18,500 views, 2,000 likes. Um, Facebook reach has been phenomenal. Um, our GoFundMe page has raised, I think, at the moment, two and a half thousand euros. Brilliant. With the total at the moment landing in the region of around five thousand. Right. So for a first time effort of something that we started three weeks ago, um, we're very proud of what we have achieved, and hopefully we'll be able to raise a few more um, funds for the charities in need. Yeah, look, the loss of somebody and the the whole cancer diagnosis it's uh, it's it's a very traumatic time, and apparently every family it's a fact every family goes through it at some stage for you it was the loss of your granny is that right yes well look uh, people on the outside might see some fellas having the crack pulling the strawberry trailer and the whole name hoping to pull um obviously with the hope center kind of tied in with that there's a serious side to where the idea came from and as i said to you before the interview it was my grandmother eileen myrna um previously Bottle and uh, TJ's sister um, Carrie Morrissey who passed away within a week week and a half of each other about three months ago and it was again the need and the necessity to just feel like we were trying to fight something that had such a negative effect on our lives yeah. um, it's one thing to I suppose sit back but another thing to just know that you're trying your best to combat something that hopefully won't be as big of an issue going forward with modern medicine and, and again the Hope Centre is such a phenomenal resource in Wexford that we said that was exactly who we wanted to go support so that's where the idea of Hope and the Pull came from and then in, in, uh, in conjunction with Electric Picnic um, their ch- uh, charity was the Irish Children's Health Foundation so that's why there's a split between the two Okay yeah, um, the actual Hope Centre itself, 
no harm to mention the importance of it because it's here on our own doorstep and uh, it's something that you and I both have an interest in and, and the work of it. Um, what for you do you see the benefits of having something like the Hope Centre here in Wexford? It's the reassurance, I suppose. That yeah. Did, uh, would you have uh, used the services at, at the time of your granny's illness? I, look, I suppose I was in the background. It was my, it was my, my parents, my uncles, and, and auntie and family that, uh, and especially family who are involved with the Hope Centre, whether they're on the board of directors or whatever. But it's the idea that, uh, as you said at the start of the interview, Alan, cancer's everywhere now. Yeah. And to know <coughs> that. Again, hope is in the back of people's minds until it's in the front of people's minds. And mm. no one ever knows the day that they're going to get the diagnosis that, that they were never expecting. So to have a resource there that you know you might need today, but will, will be there for you uh, on your day of need is extremely important for local community. Yeah, and I, and I said it just before I went on holidays, like the, the, the figures came out over 130,000 euro for the Hope and Dream 10, and I think 270, yeah. like I think it was something like 400,000 euro, and then we had the dip in the nip as well, which is also for cancer. Yes. Um, and like when you th- think of it, well over 400 and something thousand euro raised in this county alone yes. for the, the work of cancer research and the Hope Centre, etc. It's, it's quite phenomenal, isn't it? Well, that's all you need to know, Alan. Again, yeah. it, it's, it's when you hear figures like that you know that the whole county is getting behind the service that they know love and get supported I suppose they, they get supported by a service that they again feel the need to give back to us so that's I suppose us, us included hoping yeah. to pull is something that's brand new but it isn't about the picnic it's about potentially next year at the FLA we'll have hoping to pull at the FLA yeah. And and so on. So it's something that we believe that we'll be able to keep keep going over time. And it's not a, a, a once off, but this is just something that for a first time effort, I think we've achieved quite a lot in a short space. Talk of time. to me about the logistics and the actual demands on you physically to do it. So there's five of you going to I- interact. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, have you have you had have you had a test pull yet? Yes, we did. We did. Our video is up on TikTok at the moment, hoping to pull or our Instagram is hoping to pull. And you can see the video of our test run through Clanroach four days ago. We got t- t- the trailer freshly painted and we did a test run through the streets. It was, it got a lot of attention, a lot of heads looking, looking left of the boys pulling the trailer along the road. But What are the dimensions of the trailer? What can you tell us? Oh, about a metre and a half. Like you're, you're talking maybe 300 kilos galvanised steel. Yeah, that's what you're pulling. Yeah, it's a proper strawberry trailer. Um, and the trailer itself is freshly painted at the moment but CK Signs and Gory have agreed to to um, sponsor all of the uh, logos of the businesses and, and signs all over the trailer so like a racing car effectively going into Strad Valley with all the businesses that have um, that have contributed towards the cause yeah. so we're, we're very very lucky that um, a lot of local businesses again it, it's the support and their charity and the time us. of day you're doing it then what, what's, the, what's the actual we'll be pulling from about 8 o'clock in the morning and the run um we're expected to last about two and a half hours. Right. Two and a half hours of pulling the strawberry trailer. And, and the day again, just remind me, please. First of September, Friday. Friday. Yes. Yeah. So people travelling to the electric picnic may well see you guys. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. A Thai GA pitch is the start point, and then obviously the picnic uh, mm. for the big party afterwards. So we'll be there. We'll be there amongst the picnic. I'm sure we'll be we'll be hard missed now. If and was it your idea, place. Mark? Did you come up with this idea in the first place, or? <sighs> Look, Alan, the, the initial idea was far from where we're at now. It's always a team effort between names, um, concepts, sponsors, that everyone chips in. And it's always, I suppose, the final the final result is always a team effort, no matter which way you do it. But um, yeah. 
yeah I suppose myself and TJ were, were the startings of it and between the five of us volunteering now it's, it's all been a massive team effort so there's no individual solely responsible for this. I've just spoken to Neil Hughes from Baker, well, formerly Baker Tilly as is as it is now and Neil talked about small and medium enterprise and innovation etc and they always say ask a busy person if you want something done. You are an extremely busy person because <laughs> never lose the opportunity to talk a little bit about it. I love championing Wexford companies. You have one haven't you? What, what are you involved in? So another one, another I, I suppose businesses nominated people to run for Hope and to Pull and I use my business to nominate myself. So, um, Just talk to us about your business. I set up a company in Wexford here about three, four years ago called Wexbury Spirits. Um, we make Wexford strawberry infused alcohol actually. So um, it was something I wasn't intending on talking about it but I... Um, yeah, it was something I started uh, in COVID and between finishing my master's in UCD, I got an awful lot of help from a lot of really, really specialised people that came up with a concept that's not seen anywhere else in Europe of using real fruit, but also fruit that has a, a real cultural significance like Wexford strawberries Yeah. Um, in, in a powerhouse of a brand that is Irish alcohol. So we're about three, four years into the game now and probably our, our newest launch has been our greatest success, which is our Wexford strawberries and cream liqueur. So fresh Wexford strawberries but it's Ireland's first vodka based cream liqueur but have you managed to increase your, your staff numbers etc yes yeah. we've only hired our first staff member um, I'd say a month ago now at this stage right so we it's something that I was very conscious about that it's not a staff members and it's not um, new rental cars that makes a company successful it's it, it, it's growing and cutting the, cl- the cloth here a measure yeah and 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 growing growing at a pace that that makes sense rather than trying to rush into it. And then it was there at the Rock and Food Festival just before um, it was just a couple of weeks ago now, and Enniscorthy was absolutely buzzing. And you're yeah. very you're very proud of your Enniscorthy roots, aren't you? Massively, yeah. We were yeah. one of the sponsors. Of do you the see Rock great potential festival. in it as a town? Do you, do you? Oh ma- well, look again. You saw the when when you see the festival. I love it as a life. town. I, I, t- I mean, I love going up there, and I love uh, uh, that that particular mm. uh, festival is fantastic. So. Well, in Escorty's home, Alan, and, yeah. and no matter what you do, you always have to remember where you came from. And it's easy to think about foreign markets and exporting, but home is home. And for that festival, for us, it's right on our back doorstep. Um, I'm also involved with the Wexford Food Producers Network um, as a vice chairman alongside Trudy Power. So our biggest goal was to get as many Wexford food companies represented and present this year. And I think we're up maybe at least six seven hundred percent and the numbers from last year of yeah. just Wexford food representation and our biggest Wexford and food event. I mean event. people would so love to see much more investment going in. I was in Euros over the holiday period as well. Love that town as well and I, I, I think people would love to see a little bit more impetus and a lot more effort put into both places like New Ross and Enniscorthy as well to help them grow because the willingness is there isn't it? Well uh, it's 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 only people mightn't I suppose see the bigger picture of what's kind of coming down the line. But when with the new expansion of Rosslare Europort, okay, I was having a chat with Malcolm Byrne about this. I said the potential for French tourism coming into Wexford specifically coming up is absolutely massive. French tourism, yes, huge. And and between the council and local authorities to see what we have the potential to actually take in and bring to the local economy in the next yeah. few years is actually massive. And I think Wexford food has a huge part to play in that. So collectively, yeah, it's it's it, Wexford food is is a hugely valuable resource, 
um, you, people need to support local because again, local supports you, Alan, and yeah. it's 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 um it's a phenomenal resource and it's very well supported by the likes of our, our Leo and Taste Wexford, Visit Wexford. They're all phenomenal yeah. organisations that we're very lucky to have as a county. So good to talk to you, Mark. And I mean, them. I saw you the day we were doing the outside broadcast, but you were so busy you couldn't even come over to me. You were just buzzing around all over the place, <laughs> which is a really good sign. But now to round off our chat, as we wish you and your your colleague the very best to look in memory of the two people that meant so much to you who sadly passed but you want to honour yeah. both, their, both their memories by this wonderful initiative just remind people how they can support you again please Yes Alan so if anyone out there would like to contribute um, our GoFundMe page is Hoping to Pull or I say I'm on our Instagram and TikTok pages and um, yeah we'll be doing the run this Friday and I'm sure if anyone would like to follow along it'll be yeah. a very entertaining trip into Strad Valley Are you going to stay for the electric picnic? Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Have you got tickets for the killers? Yeah, oh yeah, no, the picnic actually, the people have been very supportive of the yeah. idea and they love the novelty of hoping to pull with a bit of crack, you know, so it was, yeah. they've, they've given, um, they've, they've co-sponsored back tickets for everybody who's pulled for, for the event, so... That's yep. that's the bit of value added for the businesses. They're they're sending on their, their Well, <laughs> the killer song, Mr. Brightside, is one of the best songs. You have certainly shown a fantastic yes. positive side to what you and your friend have come up with, and I wish you the very best to look with it. And I hope you make great, lots of money, but you've also created an awful lot of awareness of the wonderful work of the Hope Centre. Thanks a million, Alan. Thanks for having us on. Really appreciate it. Mark Havner. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views.